0: Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Intellectual Badass Entertainment Podcast. This is Jax. I'll be bringing you the film industry from the inside out. I'm currently a working production assistant, assistant director, AD, writer, and director here in L.A., and uh, I'm here to let you know that there are jobs here, and you can be successful in L.A. if you really want to be in this business. Um, I'm talking about what I'm currently working on, any jobs I've heard in the area, what's crewing up in production starting soon, uh, anybody I know that's doing independent films, low budget, TV, anything, I'll be letting you guys know. Um, I'll also be re- bringing you my random musings on everything I've recently viewed, as in movies, pop culture in general, uh, who knows, I may even rant, rave, and bitch a little here and there. Being production, you know, it happens. It's one of the best jobs in the world, but it's also tedious as hell sometimes. When I'm not working, I enjoy smoking the finest things Cali has to offer, so I'll also fill you in on what I'm smoking, my current favorites, anything else weed-related I feel might be important to share with everybody. In this episode, I'll be talking about what you need to know to get ahead from the moment you get to L.A. Anyone that's been to film school and moved to L.A. knows that you weren't prepared for shit when you first got here. So here's something of a film industry user manual for those of you who may be fresh transplants or anybody looking for a little guidance in this fucking crazy ass town. First thing you need to know is that this town is fucking tiny. There might be 10 million people here, but only a fraction of them work in the film industry. So whatever you do, don't burn any bridges. You never know who can open a door or shut one in your face. So do your best not to piss anybody off. Now this is one of the hardest things to do when you first get here, but it's probably one of the most important, if not the most. Keep in touch with anyone who gives you a business card. This town is all about who you know. I know it's cliche, I know everybody says it, but I cannot stress it enough. Everything is who you know in this town. I did not get one job from calling up HR department at Warner Brothers and begging for them to take my resume. No, somebody in production has to get you on the set on the job, on location, whatever it is you want to do, somebody else has to make it happen for you. So make sure you make a lot of friends. Now, depending on what it is you actually want to accomplish out here, there's a few different things I recommend. First of all, get your ass on entertainmentcareers.net. Yeah, you got to pay for it. It's like a few bucks a month. But fuck, it's more worth it than Netflix. They've got everything from internships, career jobs, assistant positions, everything they got it listed on there. They offer uh, resume hosting and direct email. It's basically the industry standard for hiring fresh meat. I've gotten jobs at all kinds of places, Marvel Comics, major literary agency, reality TV production companies. Great, great places from there. There are a couple other sites. One is Production Notices and Below the Line Magazine, but I don't think any of them are really as good as entertainment careers, but feel free to check them out. Judge for yourself. If you want to be a writer, I suggest getting an internship at a lit agency and then trying to become a writer's assistant or a lit agent's assistant. I've seen good things happen to these kids with my own eyes. One of the most influential lit agents in the biz happens to be my homie and helped me sign with my first managers. Keep those connections, people. Doing anything else means you'll be in production, and that means you want to get experience on set. That means getting hired as a PA, even if you want to produce and especially if you want to direct. Trust me, nothing gets you closer to directing than being a PA or an AD. I know everybody out there thinks you're God's gift to film, you're straight out of film school, you know everything about copless cinematic masterpieces, but I guarantee you this. You have no fucking idea how a real set runs. So with that in mind, do anything you can to get on someone's set as a PA. You might have to do it for free at first, and to be honest, the job sucks even when you're on Batman getting paid for it. But the best thing about the job is you're working on fucking Batman and getting paid for it. There's nothing that can compare to the experience you'll get on set as a PA. You're involved in every department, you got your fingers in everybody's business. You really get to see the film get made from every aspect. You may be at the bottom of the totem pole as far as uh, jobs go, but without PAs, a project would not get off the ground. The job of a PA ranges anywhere from holding Brad pit cigarettes and getting pastries and coffee to getting asked to be in a scene that just came up, or running the set, as in calling and roll camera. Except usually say we roll sound. First lesson in Hollywood, but I digress. The time here can be as boring as it is exciting, but everybody's got to pay their dues in this town, and I gotta say, being on set outside ain't the worst way to do it. It sure shit beats sitting at a desk in an office at a normal nine to five all day. I mean, you can work anywhere from 12 to 20 hours, but it's tough shit, but nobody said it was gonna be easy. The thing about making movies is everyone is basically just getting all their buddies together to see who can get a project done. It's a lot like film school in that regard. Everyone's just calling each other. Hey, you wanna make Casablanca in space? Sure, let me call my buddy and see who we can get some dough. It's a trickle down effect where everyone calls their friends of very expertises, come out and help, all the way down to the PAs. Most directors have a few teams of assistant directors, or ADs, that they like to work with on a regular basis, and PAs are part of the AD department. Like directors, ADs usually have their own team of PAs that they work with regularly. You can see where I'm going with this. So when you've got buddies like Steven Spielberg and Jerry Bruckheimer calling their friends, you wanna make sure you're on that AD's call list. The best secret to making it in LA is staying power and determination. If you can keep yourself out here and persevere through the bullshit, you will come out on the top. All right, now that I got all that shit out of the way, here's what I'm working on. Recently, I've been on a new TV show called Scandal. It's created and written by Shonda Rhimes, who was the creator of Grey's Anatomy. Personally, I think this is one of the best new TV shows that's coming out this year. It's definitely one of the best TV shows I've ever worked on. Uh, It's intelligent, the premise is interesting, and it's different. I think it's actually going to work. It's premiering in January on ABC, I'm not really at liberty to talk that much about Scandal since it doesn't premiere until January, but I'm sure you can Google a few things by now. The other day we had EPK and blog interviews on set, and uh, I think it's really going to work out. Trust me, I'm not usually this optimistic about TV shows I work on. Features, on the other hand, all I can say is make sure you go see Moneyball if you have the chance. I had the pleasure of working on that one last year, and looks like it's going to be doing big things here. Uh, I was off work today, so I took the time to catch up on some season premieres. First of all, Terra Nova. I'm feeling a little mixed about this one, honestly. Uh, First of all, the pilot was long as fuck, and I felt like I was watching a made-for-TV movie, and I can't decide if that was good or bad. Um, I really like the world, and I think they did a pretty good job with the animals and sheer wow factor but the story feels like the same old Spielberg. It's the disconnected father, family trying to keep it together. You got a troubled rebel kid thrown in the mix. It's very contrived. It's all very uh, puzzle pieces fitting perfectly as usual. I'll watch the next episode or two, but I'm not so sure I'm sold on this one. Uh, after last week with the invasion of the baby pterodactyls, uh, I'm just not so sure I'm on board with this one. Um, Stephen Lang is the man, but I think the show could benefit from a little more star power. I also have been watching Pan Am, Alcatraz, Playboy Club. The first two I really enjoyed, Pan Am I think is going to be awesome, but on the other hand I'm a sucker for period pieces. That being said, Playboy Club, I'm sure as everyone knows, was cancelled. What can I say? It wasn't that great. Alcatraz is kind of interesting. I'm going to have to see more episodes, but it's JJ Abrams, what can I say? Sci-fi, fantasy, secrecy, and it revolves around Alcatraz. On a side note, I just watched an amazing piece of film called The Art of Flight, which it's a snowboarding movie featuring Travis Rice produced by Red Bull, but all I can say is oh my god, the cinematography, the scenery is breathtaking, the writing is redonkulous, and the locations are unbelievable. Kurt Morgan is a true cinematic genius. It's one of the most beautifully shot movies I've ever seen, sports or otherwise. Seriously check this out if you have a chance. Um, we're talking Patagonia, British Columbia, uh, uh, Wyoming, just all over the world. Ridiculous amounts of riding, ridiculous snow. Amazing, amazing film. All right, I think it's time for another bong rip. Right now, I am smoking the Green Crack, which is freshly back in season. Basically, dopest dope I've ever smoked. Hands down, dopest dope I've ever smoked. Uh, It's possible the first batch was a little bit better than this, but this shit is awesome. Since this is an episode for LA Noobs, I'll give you a few more nugs of what I think is important city information. Uh, Get your medical cannabis card. It literally takes less than an hour, and you don't have to do anything. Take your Cali license or some kind of bill showing that you live in LA, like phone gas or whatever walk in the back, tell the doctor you can't sleep, and bada bing, bada boom, you got your card. There are dispensaries on literally almost every corner, so why wouldn't you just want to walk in a store and buy your weed hassle-free? The card itself is like 60 bucks. Um, I promise you will not regret it. There are literally hundreds of strains to choose from. You can visit dispensaries all over town. Shit, You can even grow like eight plants or something if you're that serious about it. I mean, my favorite spots are the Green Easy on 3rd and Fairfax by the Farmer's Market and the Natural Way of LA at Pico and Fairfax. Natural Way is the shit. They always have mad selection and super high-grade stuff, like ridiculous. So, I'm going to leave this podcast today on a somber note. I just want to pay my respects to Steve Jobs. I passed away a few days ago. And all I have to say is this. Everyone may not have liked his products, but the incredible outpouring of grief and support across the internet from major tech CEOs and businessmen just goes to show the respect that they had for this guy and what a genius and pioneer he really was in the technological industry. Uh, without him, I definitely wouldn't be able to do all the things I do today. I wouldn't have half the toys in my office that I do today because I don't think they would exist. So thank you, Steve, for all the stuff we didn't even know we needed. You made